Welcome to the Global Business Podcast with insights from the top influencers, investors, and entrepreneurs from around the globe. Hosted by international businessman, branding, and marketing expert, Illumide Benro. Let's get right into the show. All right, everybody, we're back again. Episode two of the Global Business Podcast. Today, I'm excited to be with John D. Sounders, all the way in Miami, the East Coast. He's CEO of 54 Digital, digital marketing expert with clientele ranging from major uh, car brands to the Miami Dolphins. So he has a diverse range of clientele. We definitely have a lot to learn. And I have him on the phone. John, are you there? All right, great, great. So, yeah, just jumping right into it, John. Tell us about yourself. Uh, kind of introduce us to who you are. Tell us your backstory. It's always interesting to hear how people, uh, you know, come up in in, in uh, their field. So, yeah, let let the the community know who you are. First and foremost, man, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm super excited. Thank I, you. Uh, I hope I can provide some value to uh, to everyone that's listening. So, can you hear me okay? Yeah, it's great. It's great. Good. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, man. So I started. I started around nineteen or twenty. I I was uh, I was in college, but I was I always knew I wanted to be in advertising. Uh, there's a guy, David Ogilvy, old school marketer, probably the fifties and sixties. I read his book called Ogilvy on Advertising, and essentially he was the one that built the Marlboro Man and all these huge brands back in the fifties and sixties. Yeah. And a copywriter just the guy that writes these prolific billboards that kill it, right? So mm. my thing was, I wanted to be a copywriter. So I started studying these advertisers and looking at what they were doing while I was in school. Um, also, about my third or fourth year in college, I did internships at marketing agencies so I could learn kind of the ins and outs. I was doing my own copywriting, like for Heineken ads and stuff, just for fun to kind of get, to get an idea of what I was doing. And mm. uh, that's really when web development, things like that started to really pop up. This is probably about 12 years ago. Um, so what I started to do was build websites on my own for family and friends. Yeah. One, because I graduated and I couldn't get a job. So <laughs> I applied all these advertising agencies. You know, I did two internships. I had a public communications degree. And I was telling them, hey, you know, I would love to work as an intern. Whatever you job give me, no agencies would hire me. So I got a job at the banking. And now while I was there, I was building websites, building social media platforms for friends and family for free, right? So yeah. <laughs> I was leveraging YouTube, online tutorials, and really trying to learn that way. And yeah. um, one day, an ad agency finally gave me uh, the opportunity to work for Herman Advertising. They're, uh, they're driving for Lauderdale now. They're actually still one of our customers to this day. Uh, Chris Herman is probably one of my biggest mentors. But I worked there just as a social media guy in the beginning, moved up to marketing director, managing multi-million dollar campaigns for Land Rover, Range Rover, and, um, and other similar brands. So um, once I was there, I was able to just absorb so much different energy and, and, and knowledge from what was going on in the marketing industry. And then ultimately, because we just did automotive, I wanted to do more clientele, diversify my portfolio. So I left and started by more digital. And that's... Awesome. Yeah, sounds like you definitely uh, came up and progressed quickly. It's really, really cool to see when people are actually out there hustling, working hard, and you have to start as the intern sometimes. 
Uh, but then at the end of the day, you get to build your business from all that experience. So I definitely think that's a great uh, perspective for you to share. And going into that, though, you know, how did you how did you scale uh, from where you're, you know, from from that first stage to now you have a multi-million dollar or, or you're spending millions of dollars in ad spend uh, for your clients? How did you scale from that point where you were first just learning digital marketing to now doing multi-million dollar campaigns? Can you tell us what kind of things you had to put in place? How did you get there? Yeah, yeah. So, so one thing was just being diligent and and and, and be having a, a finger on the pulse because ultimately, yeah. digital marketing changes so consistently that you have to be implementing, testing, and doing it on a consistent basis. If you're yeah. not, you're getting left behind. So, yeah. I'm always looking at the newest trends. I read as much articles as I can, and I try to implement what the top-level marketers do because at the end of the day, all the information is out there for you to take for free. You can yeah. literally learn the degrees worth of content, of information, <laughs> and be able to implement that within a year or two by really just looking and diving in. So yeah. um, to scale, I think one of the biggest things is providing that value. So by providing value in the form of long-form blog content, actionable tactics via video, People see you as a thought leader. And when they yeah. see you as a thought leader, you position yourself as a person that they want to come to for advice. And a lot of times, you're giving them the songs, right? You're saying, hey, these are the exact steps you need to take to optimize your website. Yeah. Like, a, a business owner might go and try that. They'll be like, okay, this is taking too long. Let me just hire John because he's already a thought leader. He's already proven himself as a thought leader in the space. Let me just hire him. So it really comes down to creating that value and then being able to implement what you're saying. Yeah, excellent, excellent. So when it does come to the, the these actual big clients, like I I want to get technical a little bit. I know a lot of people would listen to podcasts, they get the rah-rah, make you feel good, like this is how I made my first million. But I want to see, I, I want to kind of ask actionable steps. Like is there a sales process that you took to getting a Land Rover and Audi? I know you said, you know, you, you, you position yourself as a thought leader, but are there things you do? Do you have to like how many times do you have to meet with Land Rover? You know, you know, did you send somebody from from your corporate to talk to them? Do you have, you know, I want to understand the specific, you know, maybe milestones that you had to hit because I can't walk. I'm sorry, I digital market, but I can't walk into Land Rover right now and get them like that. I mean, some, I mean, I'm sure some people can, but what are some of the little things you can do step by step to t go and get a large range client? of ours when I worked at the agency, mm -hmm. right? So, one, by working for someone else, I'm able to work with these high-level um, clients, right? So when you see what goes into procuring a high-level client, you can emulate that once you go out on your own and start your own agency. So, one is you have to be able to provide value via a case study. So, mm -hmm. you have to provide a case study to tell them, hey, this is what we've done in the past. These are our proven metrics. These are our KPIs or our key performance indicators, and this was the result of what we did. And you have to yeah. be able to um, provide that. If not, you know they're not going to give you a, a chance in a chance at hell, right? Yeah. And then, <coughs> sorry. No worries. Number two is you have to be extremely precise and detailed in, in when you're implementing a lot of this content. So as opposed to mm -hmm. saying, "Hey, we're going to optimize your site," you need to have a report of what you're going to optimize, what keywords you're going after, what specific things you want to optimize for. Is the website yeah. going to be a resource guide? What's going to be the call to action? So you need to have a specific line um, of content. 
contact to the website to be able to tell them, hey, these are all the things that we're going to do. And then yeah. the third piece is to just chronicle your entire process. That's the biggest mm-hmm. probably, that's the biggest advice I'd probably say. Make an itemized yeah. list of everything that you do, anything that's worked well, make sure you create a process for it and that you're able to delegate because that's going to be the biggest way to, to, to scaling and being able to get these, these larger clients. Excellent. Those are really, really good tips. You literally just broke it down step by step. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, that you have to be so technical in, in, your, in the way that you actually process uh, your, your, you know, your, your tasks. Um, so, but moving on, to just changing a little bit. You know, today's International Women's Day. Shout out to all the lovely ladies from around the world. We're so grateful for you. Um, you know, my question is about diversity and inclusion. Uh, you, you have a project uh, or a company called Black Wallet. Could you talk a little bit about that? I kind of wanted, wanted you to share about this other business, this other project that you're working on. Yeah, no, absolutely. So it's a precursor that I just, I just want to allow you, the, the listeners to understand that, you know, with my business, I'm not trying to make this a 500,000 person advertising agency. I want to keep it a small company that can pivot quickly where we can work with clients that we um, that we really like and that we can also scale our own projects. And that's where, <clears throat> sorry, that's where blackwallet.org comes in. So a few months ago, I was looking for financial literacy. I'm, I'm, big, I'm like, I'm frugal, but I love yeah. to like look at money hacks and things. So I, I look at the penny order, you know, I look at Nerd Wallet and all these yeah. different websites. And I look for something for like urban, um, urban millennials. And you know, I feel as though, of course, you know, we're behind the curve in regards to uh, we don't make as much money as, as, as say, white individuals. We are, uh, you know, we're always kind of behind the curve in regards to finance. Yeah, right? literally. That's not saying yeah. individually; it's just saying as a whole. Mm-hmm. So, so my main thing was, well, damn, I can't find it. Let me just build this my damn self. Yeah. So I got with the team, told them what we're going to do, and we literally acted. We took the position this idea as a client, right? So we hmm. do the same exact implementation as we would a client. Um, we have an online course that's on johnbsaunders.co where we walk you through the exact process of building and scaling a company using remote team members, and we actually use that to build Black Wallet. So hmm. blackwallet.org, financial literacy um, platform for urban millennials. So we created a Facebook group of uh, more than 400 members. We have 2,000 plus subscribers, and we get about 5,000 hits a month. And these are all great numbers, but we're only about four months old. So wow. we literally just launched this blog. Yeah, and we do, and we're not even doing a ton of content. We're probably doing two to three articles a week, but we're doing high-level content that urban millennials want to learn about, like, you know, how can you really save money? What's the deal hmm. with cryptocurrency? What are altcoins? What is the blockchain? Uh, we talk nice. about specific things that are niche-related to us, right? So it's really yeah. about finding finding that niche and building something around it. So yeah. uh, blackwallet.org, I definitely employ you guys to check it out and uh, let me know what you think. Awesome, man. No, I'm, I'm really excited to see that because as some may not be aware, there's a demographic change that's coming in America and it, you, you, people are probably wondering why a lot of things is moving towards the urban side and the fact that we just had a, for example, Black Panther just came out. These movies aren't coming out and I like to get real on my podcast, all right? So we'll go there for a second. These movies aren't coming out just because like, hey, this is great. We want to get this movie out there. It's because there's a demographic change of populations of people of color and that's going to be increasing as the years coming, especially Mexican-Americans, African-Americans in America, especially in California where I reside. 
So a lot of these companies are jumping to try to create a, a uh, basically an additional income stream and be ready for this demographic change. But I'm so excited to see somebody like yourself on the East Coast, someone of color yourself, implementing things that are going to help the population as the population changes. So I really do have to commend you for that. Uh, these podcasts are great to learn, but also to understand that social side of the importance of serving a, an actual population and, and doing things in the community. So again, I commend you for that. Um, thank so, you, thank you, man. Yeah, and it's, you know, we, we really want our goal is to just provide free financial literacy. We want to have an online course for high school students that really teach them about spending habits and, and, and all that good stuff. And kind of just make it fun and engaging. Mm-hmm. You know, don't want to keep it just boring. But yeah, man, definitely yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. So I want to talk about income streams right now. All entrepreneurs know that we don't do one thing, and it seems like you're doing several, or you have several different businesses, several streams of income, which is amazing. One of them I want to talk about in particular is Udemy and basically uh, having online courses. Talk about that income income stream and kind of uh, your Udemy course as well, if you could. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll I'll, I'll tell you the whole kind of, the whole whole breakdown. So um, one thing I suffered from is I get shiny object syndrome. And what happens is I find, out, I find out about a new idea or I have a new idea and I just run with it, right? And then two, three, four months down the line, something else comes up, I run with that and then I, the other one goes by the wayside, right? <laughs> so the, the main thing that I've continued to grow and develop is five four digital, right? Yeah. And so this year, my goal was to be able to say, you know what? I'm going to have five four digital in my business, my personal brand, and black wallet. That's it. I sold off my go. e-commerce businesses. I wanted to... Um, focus on those three things solely so I can grow those and then once they get to a point where they're completely automated, then I can move on to the next thing, right? Yeah. So, with that being said, online courses actually goes in line perfectly with my personal brand, right? So, about three years ago, I did my first course on Udemy. I was super excited. It took me about two and a half months to get it out there. I got it out there and people, uh, people were purchasing it from all over hmm. the world. Great. We have about 1900 students right now so um the course was selling at first about for about 150 bucks a lot of people were taking it telling you're not charging enough and i think that's one problem that entrepreneurs have which is (laughs) that's a whole other story yeah but essentially you can be made it so that you can only make a course uh, i think up to a hundred dollars yeah right so with that being said i felt like for the level of, of of what i was providing to individuals for free um I felt like with the pay course, this is a college level course, and I needed to be able to charge more. So, um, with that being said, I just launched our second course. It's called okay. the Marketing Automation Academy. You can uh, check it out at johnbsaunders.co. But um, this course is this is essentially the entire grid graph process for building a business, a remote mm-hmm. business. So you could be a blogger, a marketing agency. Uh, an entrepreneur, an influencer, in the exact process, I give you the video training, I give you everything that you need, and it's not like one of those BS guru courses, yeah. it's literally what we do every day, and yeah. so, I'm doing that in the host to one, like we discussed before, of course, build my authority in the space, and then mm-hmm. two, being able to create that additional revenue stream, where it's almost on autopilot. Yeah, excellent. No, I love it. I think it, it, having that additional stream of income is something that you, you mentioned that 
you it's not as hard as people think you know make money online everybody always thinks like it's some sort of like hack but there's so many different platforms out there like Udemy and also creating a course for yourself uh, that that you can certainly implement and one thing I think that you just mentioned that's really amazing is don't be afraid to ask for more money don't be afraid to get uh, what you deserve so I think that's one thing I want to point out uh, as we close here but uh, really appreciate your time John I wanted to say what's the best way Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, just to, just, just to add more value. Yes, to, please. To that, this, that's something I've learned the hard way. It's not charging enough because yes. what happens is when when the customer comes in, they're already kind of nickel and diming you. They're already kind of yep. valuing what they're worth. They're going to most likely be a trouble client. Mm. They're going to be they're going to be asking for things that that aren't agreed in the contract. They're going to be just <laughs> over the top, right? Yeah. And then what you could do is you have to think of if I can get one high level client that will replace. Five to six clients yes. that are willing to pay that you, know, you can't trust. And now I can provide a higher level of, of, of strategy and content to this one client. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so, I mean, that's those are some amazing, amazing uh, feedbacks. Um, anything else that you add? Like, you know, I want I want to give you a chance to kind of leave with, uh, with one thought to, to the listeners and viewers today. You know, when it comes to the entrepreneur journey, is there anything that you, you want to kind of put out there? Any sort of uh, tips or, or, you know, vision yeah, that you have? I got, I, got, I got a few things. Please. I, mean, I don't like to talk too much, but I, I definitely want to provide. Yes. Advice. So one thing, you know, I, I definitely think even, even if you're introverted, you, you need to make sure that you go to local networking events and make yourself be known. Mm. Um, for me, you know, for most of my life, I've been an introvert, kind of a geek to myself. But going to events, making engaged in the local community is, is crucial to your growth. It doesn't matter what you do, construction, yeah. you're a plumber, you're a marketer, you're a lawyer, it doesn't matter. Just mm -hmm. make yourself known and go to events and try and provide value. If you're a lawyer, say, hey, I'll come in and I'll say, and I'll do 30 minutes on how to, to tailor a contract for XYZ, mm -hmm. right? And just provide, provide value for free, especially at first, because you need to create yeah. um, brand ambassadors, people that'll go to bat to you. I've had, I've had clients that have literally referred five to six people in the business to me wow. without batting an eye. And it's because I positioned myself as a thought leader in the space locally by going to events and making myself seen. Yeah. Um, let me think. Let me think, man. I got, I got to tip it. Um, secondly, uh, when it comes to social media, you know, I think a lot of people feel overwhelmed in regards to that because they feel like they have to be active on every single platform. Yeah. My biggest advice is to choose one or two and go hard on those because what happens is, like for you, for example, you built your Instagram audience, right? So now you have a solid Instagram audience. Now you can tell them, hey guys, I'm on Facebook too. Yeah. Make sure you go follow me. Yeah. Every once in a while you hit them with an Instagram story or a post and now you're starting to grow that audience there. So yeah. you take one audience and then you slowly drip and grow it on other places. Yeah. That's the goal you got. I can tell you're an expert digital marketer because you just definitely peep my Instagram. And you can see, this is why I'm on Facebook. I could have done this on Instagram, but I'm trying to drive an audience to Facebook. So there you go, John. You can see how expert John is literally by looking at my different streams uh, of, uh, of uh, viewers and just gave me a tip. I appreciate it, man. One last little tip before we go. So uh, where can we connect with you? You know, like where's the best place if people want to reach out to you, if they maybe they have questions about uh, get, getting you as a, yeah, a, a marketer. How did they get to? How did they get to you? Definitely, man. So, so um, um, you can find me on Instagram. It's John D. and the Dog Saunders. Um, I provide marketing 
Marketing mm-hmm. questions, marketing um, things that they're having trouble with. I'm happy to answer them. Um, I'm happy to connect with you as well. Um, you can also uh, catch me on Twitter, John D. Saunders, Facebook, John D. Saunders. And then uh, if you want to connect on the website, we actually have a completely free blog action guide PDF on the website. This is um, it's six different ways to really promote your blog content to get free engagement. The PDF is totally free. It includes video training and Google Sheets. So all you have to do is go to johndsaunders.co, and at the top you'll see three guides, and just download it and let me know what you think. But um, other than that, man, that's it. Thank you, man. Appreciate you coming on, John. I'm sure we'll be doing a lot of things in the, in the future together. I really love the project that you're working on, Black Wallet, and uh, I can tell there's a lot of value. I feel like there's a lot more we have to talk about, and perhaps in the future we'll be able to do an in-person interview. Uh, I love Miami. Been, yeah, there, man. Be, been there once. Oh, so. Come to Miami, man. This, I, this is my city. We, uh, I'll, I'll take you out. We'll do dinner. We'll make it a good time. Appreciate it. Thank you so much again, John. We'll, see, we'll talk to you soon, all right? All right, brother. Thank, Thank you. you. Yep. Bye-bye.